in a world whose hosts cried out for a replacement to Thunderdome. Thunderdome! The Top Ten is proud to bring you The Realist. Realist! Realist! Welcome, everybody, to this week's episode of The Realist. That's good. I put that away for now. I think that worked there. Uh, well, um, you know, it's uh, Matt Nose there and John Roca. We're gonna we're your uh, top ten show, and uh, we're gonna count down and do this uh, realist thing that we do for the patrons. You know how this works? Three patrons are selected. One selects the topic. The other two send in the lists. Uh, what do we got this week, my man? Uh, well, our thanks to everybody that supports us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10 and Absolutely. the three individuals that were chosen. Once, uh, thank you to Chris Alexakos for doing all the legwork on this. It's a, a ton of work. It is. Uh, having done it myself numerous times, uh, you know, it's fucking hurting cats at times. I get to, it's, you know, people just don't check their social media as they much don't. as we do right. sometimes. And you're like, oh, my favorite when you hear like two weeks later and be like, my topic is X. And you're like, bro. <laughs> You're so you. Your shot was called a long time ago. Yep. Like I can honor it going forward. Right. Added you to another show or something, but no, no, no. You bounced the ball off. We moved way. on. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for you, but yeah. Uh, three. So three people get chosen. They were uh, David Mitchell Baker, Joe Fairley, and who are the attachments from? Oh, Michael Dyke. Michael Dyke. Michael yeah. D. Dyke. Michael D. Dyke. That is the D is very important. Yes, it is. And it? I think he'll agree. You know, <laughs> that's why he put it in there. It's special. Is he part Dyke. of a union? You know, Michael J. Fox. Like, it's, oh, there was a, already a Mike Dyke, and uh, that's fair. He wanted to, you know, break it up a little bit. I think that's possible. But it's totally possible. And then, what union is that where your public persona is so big outside of actors? <laughs> it's true. not like plumbers go. Well, you know, the what? You know? Wow. DMB's on again. Didn't he do one last week? Or the yeah, he picked the topic. He was the okay. He submitted the topic we liked most. Okay. So hey, man, DMB oh, keeps right. working. Yeah, well, for the show. That's right. All Comedies right. of the 2010s. That's right. We were both like, yeah, we like that one. All right. A lot of people standing for that other guy's uh, film, huh? Uh, yeah, no, I know. I knew we were in the minority. So much. I know. I knew we were in the minority. Yeah, that's weird to me. Most people. It's at that point. I was just kind of stupid. Will Ferrell comedied out. Right. I got. Uh, I've seen a lot, and there are quite a few that I thoroughly enjoy. Yeah, uh, and then there are others where I'm like, not my cup. Like Blades of Glory, don't give a shit. Oh, I love Blades of Glory. I think it's funny. That's so. fine. But Talladega Nights, I That's enjoy thoroughly. One. And actually, uh, I got a soft spot uh, for uh, uh, Semi Pro. Semi Pro, thank yeah. you. Him on the Flint Tropics, I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. Jackie Moon. He's a, he's a lot of fun. He is. That that movie does not know what it wants to be because it wants to be Hoosiers esque with random, the Woody Harrelson. It's randomly serious. Yeah, it, it yeah. stitches together two things that don't really—they're not cohesive. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, each could be a good movie in their own right. Together, it's you know I like parts. Uh, it's like a bad paper. What's that? It's like submitting a bad paper. Yeah, like you didn't spend enough time editing this thing, and you think you're going to get away with it. Teachers like, there's nothing congruent here. There's nothing congruent here. Yeah, you have good ideas, but yeah. just because they're good ideas doesn't mean they work right. you know, perfectly together. You're not connecting them. 
Uh, anyway, uh, the topic for today is top 10 movies about movies. Correct. That's David Mitchell Baker's topic. Uh, and I think, Matt, you're doing Joe Farrelly. Correct. I will do Michael D. Dyke. Uh, All right. I'll, take it uh, away. I'll start this time because I think yeah. you started last time. It says, yeah. hi, Matt and John. Uh, the last time I was on the read list. Yo. I said how excited I was to see you guys again in London. As much as I would love to be there, I will be celebrating uh, my honeymoon. Oh. In L.A. <laughs> <laughs> love everything you guys do and had a lot of fun putting this list together. That's perfect. DMB, you, uh, Joe, pardon me, Joe Farrell, you son of a bitch. Yeah, how, uh, didn't you know? Your honeymoon. Where would you rather spend your honeymoon than in your potential home city with the two of us? That's a smart, smart play, man. We'll host you in L.A. some other time. Just come back. <laughs> Uh, it uh, so movies about movies at yep. number ten he has Zach and Miri make a porno. Uh, uh, okay, let me see here. Nope, not on this list. All right, he writes. I've always been a fan of Kevin Smith and still get a laugh out of this one, although not as strong as the Jay and Silent Bob movie. Mm. Uh, I've never seen this one. It's all right. Yeah, it's all right. Okay, it's you know it's got it, it's got some moments where I never really laughed hard at it. Yeah, but. You know, Seth Rogen's a uh, you know, good character actor, and Elizabeth mm-hmm. Banks is good in it. And I believe it's Craig Robinson yeah. is the third in this. Right. They're all, you know, uh, really good in it. Mm-hmm. It's just one of those of, yeah, I saw it, and it just kind of moved on. Yeah. If it's on at some point, I might watch it, but I don't think I'll seek it out. Right. I saw the trailer. I was like, yep, nope, this isn't for me. This one is not for me. It was all right. So I never saw it. Yeah. All right. What's your number nine? Nine is Argo. Whoa. Getting all serious. Uh, no, not on this list. All right. He writes, <clears throat> although the film itself is centered around the rescue, it's the moments with the Hollywood producers that stand out. John Goodman and Alan Arkin steal this movie and give an insight into the world of producing. Yeah. A great movie, but number nine because the movie aspect is not the focus. I don't disagree. Yeah. They're the only good part of it to me. Yes. I didn't give a shit about what was happening in Iran. I know. It was weird. Like, as the movie went along, I was like, I could give a shit about what's happening here. Like, I. The fact that that one. Yeah. Blew me away. I was like, really? Yeah. That somehow the plane takes off and they're just miraculously in international air? That's not exactly how it works, guys. And then when you found out that, like, none of that actually happened. I'm fine with dramatizing. (laughs) Okay. To some degree. But if I'm already checked out. I'm not offended because I was like, that to me was a blah. Oh, I see what you're saying. Outside of the Alan Arkin and everything happening in Hollywood. That was great stuff. Awesome. Mm-hmm. But that, to me, that doesn't make an Oscar winning movie. I still think Zero Dark Thirty should have won that year. That was it's a, a better movie. Uh, thoroughly a better, it's a better movie. movie. Still holds up. Still chilling to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, good stuff. All right, what's number eight? Eight is Inglorious Bastards. Oh. So what, because they play? That's interesting. Oh, interesting. They play a movie, so you're counting that. Oh, that's weird. Uh, no, not on this list. All right, he puts my second favorite Tarantino, but like Argo, because the movie aspect is not the main focus, it gets his lower spot on the list. Christoph Waltz, Waltz rather, is the standout and the final culmination of Shoshana's revenge in the threat of the theater, rather, is incredible. Hmm. Yeah, but I feel like I want to strike that from being on the list. It's not a movie about a movie. Yeah, a movie not. just happens to take place in this movie. Right. No, you're right. No one's filming the movie. No, though. it's not a movie about movies. Yeah, it's a movie about the Nazis. Yeah. It, so by that logic, what other movie can you think of where they went to a movie theater? Then that means that is now eligible for this list. <laughs> True Romance. Uh, right at the beginning. Sure. Yeah, they meet in a sure. the movie theater. Uh, is it Days of Future Past where they walk out of like Friday the 13th yeah, or something? Yeah, that's right. That's right. Boom. That now counts. And like, no, nah, I don't know about that. 
Now, granted, in his, it's the central set piece, right? And the the movie is drawing in these characters, but I still don't. I think it's. Doesn't fit. You could argue JFK. They finally Harvey Oswald in the movie theater in JFK. So you could argue that. Yes, you could. Yeah, that makes no sense. You know what, Farrelly? I'm glad you're going to be in LA. Yeah, <laughs> bro. I am glad. I cannot. I don't. I. You know what? I remember meeting you, and yet at the same time, I'm now forgetting having met you. <laughs> and tell your brothers to make another movie. Uh, all right, that was your number eight. His number eight. Hey, they just made an Oscar winner. Did, no one made an Oscar yeah, winner. Yeah. Well. You said the brothers, and she's like, well, well, you know. It wasn't that good of a movie. All right, that's your number. It was, was fine. It was fine. It was safe. Yeah, it was safe. Safe as fuck. Uh, Michael D. Dyke. All right, thank you, Matt and John, for the opportunity to submit a top 10 relist. Been a listener slash follower since before the first go-around with Collider. Thanks. As they try to conform you to the fit their time restrictions. Yuck. You need to be free to run. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Love the stories and rabbit trails you guys go on. Live shows are a great addition. Made the trip to see you in Chicago. Amazing. Can't wait for more on the East Coast, closer to Ohio, maybe Cleveland or Columbus. I've never been to Cleveland. That wouldn't be a bad thing. Isn't the Pro Football Hall of Fame in Cleveland? No. Oh, Canton, Ohio. My bad. Correct. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is in Cleveland. True. That I wouldn't mind going to. So still, if we could do it in Cleveland, I'm down. I, yeah, I'm not against. Yeah, if people want to do 200 people. But get if, into I'm theater. not mistaken, the nickname for the long, longest time was the Mistake by the Lake. I believe. I mean, the lake did catch on fire like 50 years ago. All right. Uh, it doesn't have the some, best rep. Clearly, you have some long-held grudge against Cleveland. I know. I don't. <laughs> but I know a lot of dudes from Cleveland, and none of them are like, ah, oh, Cleveland. Like, they are, but right. they're not. Right, right. I, thought, I think it's gotten better. If this was 20 years ago, and all the stories that I know of the horror of how, yeah. how boring or, you know, just whatever, at blah, that yeah. Cleveland was. Yeah. Uh, it would be scary. Yeah, you know, different day. Yeah, fair enough. He's he has won championships. He's in now onto my list Shit. of movies about one. Uh, had hard to leave some of these better movies off the list, but I tried to include those. I will go back to watch over and over again. So his number ten is Bolt, the animated film. Uh, not on my list. Yeah. Could have put that in for the. Uh, well, I mean, yeah, he he works as an actor, does he not? Yes, right. Uh, had to include an animated slash Disney film. I enjoy the voice voice work and makes me laugh. Yeah, it's a movie about movies. He's making mm-hmm. a movie and then, you know, he gets stolen and all that. And I've seen it once. Yeah. I liked it, yeah. but I just, I don't ever think about it until like I see a piece of merch every once in a while. I'm like, oh yeah, Bolt. I just remember that Travolta did a duet with Miley Cyrus. And that was weird to me. Like, I was just like, wow. So strange. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, people seem to like Bolt, though. People seem to think that's a good movie. So uh, yeah, I'm actually kind of surprised that it didn't do better because it's it's a really cool kids movie, right? And or if I was that age, I would have been fully sucked in because this is a lot of fun, right? Or cool get a action, sequel. yeah. Or get a sequel, right. right? I guess they're just played it so full with making the most ever in the box office. Industry is going down, and they're raking in bills, 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 super bills. That's the place to be. Yeah. Iger is so rich. But you can pre-order Baby Yoda stuff now, so. <laughs> All right, what you got next? Number nine is Saving Mr. Banks. Uh, I think that might be a punt. No, I'm sorry. Okay. I misread. He says, anything with Tom Hanks makes the film more enjoyable. A fun look at the history of Walt Disney. Did you like this one? I liked Hanks's yeah. aspect. The flashbacks to her father. The Colin Farrell character. Yeah, yeah. I just never connected. And I love Colin Farrell. Yeah. Man. That dude is always like he's the easily the best part of the gentleman. Oh God, easily the best part. Right, right. He was in, so good in that movie. Uh-huh. Him and Hugh Grant are my two favorite parts of that movie. 
Uh, okay. Yeah, because yeah. you rarely get to see Hugh play a character like that. No. So see, he really knocked out of the park for playing a character I like, like that. I like the accent in yeah. that he fully committed and never wavered from it. It seemed to be the same at the end. So he made right. a choice because it was jarring at first. But right. he never deviated. And he had all like little colloquialisms and sayings for this character and right. whatnot. And uh, you know, it was... Yeah. It was jarring at first. It's like, mm. But after the end of that initial opening play a game with me. Right. Because uh, he goes full, what's his name from uh, the horror franchise play a game with me? What is that from? Oh, Saw? Yeah, yeah, but what yeah. is it? Oh, Jigsaw. Jigsaw. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shows you how much of those I've seen. <laughs> Ditto. Ditto, man. I only know from Osmosis. Um, all right, his number eight is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A recent one making the list here. That is a punt at eight. Nice, nice. All right, what's your number seven? Seven is La La Land. Oh, uh, mercifully not on this list. Go ahead. I mean, Joe, Joe. I know, Joe's like losing us right here. Dude, we'll be in uh, London for, we'll give you the dates to make sure you're out here the whole time. <laughs> La La I'll be honest with you, Joe. I think you should have sent in your wife's list, yeah. your future wife's list. I'm not going to lie to you. Uh, no, he, he put, uh, while not being... About a specific movie, La La Land is about movies. Sure. It's a love letter to old Hollywood. I wouldn't go that far. And I am <laughs> firmly in well, old Hollywood. Right. It's not. It's 50s Hollywood, 60s Hollywood. It is. It's kind of, well, it is, it's a the love letter to the sentiment. musicals. To the musicals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. it's set in modern day. It is. It is. So old Hollywood kind of vibe, I guess. I wish I'd love this movie more. I wanted to go in loving this movie more. And I, when I walked, I was like... I don't get what the hype on this is. Yeah, me either. It's two pretty people who are crying about not being able to make it work in the Hollywood. F- you got the ass. first 45 minutes or whatever. Yeah. After you, once they become a couple, yeah. then I'm in. Right. Then right. it's fucking really interesting. And, yep. you know, when she walks in and sees me at the piano, I feel that too. Absolutely. I feel that too. It's that opening 45 of, you know, Cunts we've lived next to now for how many decades yeah. out here and just like, I know you people. Yeah. I don't need to see you frolic about as you go to stupid parties thinking oh, they're important. God. Or the freeway scene. Yeah. Everyone seemed to love that freeway dancing. Uh, was I, like, this was boring. And and yeah, the party was, te- that song is terrible. It's all all terrible. And I love these guys who are the writers because they wrote all the greatest showman music, which I like, but I just didn't like any, almost any of their music for La La. So the second two thirds I thought was yeah. fantastic. Gotcha. Yeah. Anyway, so he... He finishes by saying, uh, I am firmly in Camp Mance on this one. Uh, I've revisited this movie several times since uh, it came out, and I love it every time. Yeah. The performances and the songs are fantastic, and the ending still gets me. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. a believable ending. It is a believable ending. Mm-hmm. Um, well, all right. My, my what's, six, what's your six is uh, Seven Psychopaths. Oh, I like that choice. All right, Joe. All right, might Joe. Won you back? Yeah, he might be seven psychopaths. Is good. Not on his list. All right, he's got uh, after in Bruges. I was very excited for this movie. So was I. The characters feel akin to those from a Coen Brothers movie. Watching Colin Farrell going on uh, this ride as he struggles with the screenplay is great, and this movie doesn't often get the love it deserves. Wow, hundred percent true. Yeah, as he's going through the writer's block. I I hope that that's how they constructed this. Of he had writer's block, yeah. and then just wrote a movie about a guy that has writer's block and gets to create this fantastical world because nothing's working, right. and it comes kind of true around him. Yeah, as illustrated by uh, oh shit, the one dude that both dudes were on uh, Boardwalk Empire. One played the younger kid that m- messed around with young uh, Nucky Thompson in the early seasons. And the second was David. 
he made a run. He was Timothy okay. Chalamet's dad in uh, uh, that Italian movie oh, with Army call Hammer. Me by your name? Yes, thank you. And he's yeah. he's been in a million things. Yeah, he's, he's an a, excellent actor. He's in uh, uh, even Men in Black Three. He's the other the... kid is something Pitt. Right. Right. Uh, yeah. That's it. But just the two of them having this conversation Michael between Pitt. Michael Pitt. Yes. Between the two hitmen. Yes. It's actually believable. It's not Tarantino esque where they have a zippy one liner. They're just having a discussion mm-hmm. with. It's you feel like a fly on the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then in walks you know Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Uh, right after that, but uh, yeah, Seven Psychopaths to me is a brilliant piece of you know filmmaking. Jesus, I got to get back into training, man, because I don't remember that name either. Seven Psychopaths. I saw them. I oh, didn't. I talking didn't about saw the David. I think it's the David. Uh, Michael Stuhlbart. Michael Stuhlbart. Damn, yeah. David. Why was I thinking David? <laughs> Samsonite. That was way off. Way off. <laughs> yeah, because he's in Boardwalk Empire playing Ace Rothstein. Right. Uh-huh. Um. All right. That was your what? That was my six. Okay. So his seven is Boogie Nights. That's a punt. Okay. As it should be. His six is L.A. Confidential. Not on my list. Wow. How is this a movie? Old Hollywood is in the background. It's not a movie, though. It's not a movie about movies, though. It's a movie. You could say it's a movie about gossip columns. You could even say it's a movie about a TV show. TV show, yes, right. because they show up uh, the Kevin Spacey yeah. character. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm sorry. This doesn't qualify, but we'll read it anyway. Great cast. The ending always gets me. Sometimes you see the truth, and it's too late. Rolo Tomasi. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's certainly possible. Man, I wish that's a. I wish that could be a five pointer, and I could win a match off that one. Um, yeah, I'm, I like the. Of course, I lo- we both love Ellie Confidential. Yeah, it's uh, but but it's not a movie about movies, so we nope. we might have to strike it from your list in the end here, uh, uh, Michael. We don't know. Yeah, ain't uh, no my ain't no probably. <laughs> okay. That's a guaranteed certainty. Uh, all right, which number five? Five is the punt from you earlier, Once Upon a Time. Oh, okay. Go ahead. Uh, he wrote, uh, to me, this movie is in the bottom half of Tarantino's resume. Wow. Jesus. But the performances are solid, and every scene about the uh, industry itself is great. Leo chastises himself in the trailer is the standout moment, and you genuinely feel his emotion when he finally nails the scene. Yeah. That, to me, is the standout moment. Yep. Because I saw it in the trailer, and when still, when the little girl comes up, it's like, that was the best acting I've ever seen. And when he is so needing of that praise, so desperately, like, like oh my God, how Pitt is getting all the love, and I love Brad Pitt. But Leo stole, yeah. so I mean, just blew the doors off for me in yeah. that movie over and over again. Well, he did get nominated for the Oscar. But He's Pitt's going to win. Pitt's going to win the best supporting, yes. Exactly. That's where they're going to award this movie. Mm-hmm. And Leo goes back to not getting his Oscars. Well, he got an Oscar already. Oh. Yeah, but, I mean, you're not going to beat Joaquin. You're not. That's a great performance. It's just not, not going to happen. Who else is Joaquin up against? Oh. Adam Driver, Marriage Adam Story. Adam Driver, Marriage Story. And for some reason, for the two popes, Jonathan, whatever his name that, is. Yeah, that's just a bone to the old people yeah, in the that, academy. I was mad at that. It was fine. Because I think Taron Egerton should have been nominated for Rocket Man. Okay, I wouldn't go that far. I would. Clearly. They ain't no clearly about it. I mean, Rami Malik for God's sakes. Oh, his performance is much better to me than Rami's. That's what I'm saying. But so the movie Rami is... Rami can win a fucking Oscar yeah, off of it. I need the movie to be better overall. Mm. Uh, it's nothing against him. It was just the way they told the story and yeah. didn't have the same kind of impact because it's a vignette. It's a small chunk of his life. Yeah. They yeah. stop at a certain point. Yeah, agreed. Uh, he's great in it. Yeah. I like the presentation, but... Not your jam. Best yeah, best acting. Oh. You know, for reals. All right. For reals. For reals. For reals. All right, what's your number five? 
five. That uh, that was my five. Which oh, sorry, five here is uh, Dolomite is my name. I think it's a good choice. Not on my list. Yeah, this is a recent one, obviously on Netflix. This made me go back and research more about Rudy Ray Moore. What more did you need to research, son? And all the projects he was involved in. A great cast. Eddie was amazing. You don't need to know about his projects. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know anything about Rudy Ray Moore yeah. other than this. Rudy's got. Gr- Listen, Rudy is a great story. But his stuff is, I think it's dated. It's not that funny. Uh, and yeah. yes, it's a bit, and maybe I'm a bit of a prude, but it's a bit too overtly sexual for my taste. That being said, this movie is fantastic. And it's because about, it's about an underdog who's constantly been told no, who believes he's got something to offer and never, like, just doesn't stop fighting. And even yeah. when he wants to fight, even when, I'll quit rather, even when it's overwhelming for him, he still finds a way and somehow it all works out for him. And so, God love him, man. It was a fantastic film. And Eddie was great. He was. It's a shame. Like, you want to talk about no one not getting, att- no, not getting attention? Eddie's not getting any attention from the Academy or anything like that. Well, because it, it needs to be, I think on some level at this point, if, if Netflix wants to get him out there, mm. it's got to be the Irishman. Well, the right. you know it's got to be story yeah yeah something that's this is more comedy mm-hmm. and they never reward comedy no nope. it's true so Wesley Snipes same thing like he should have been nominated for best supporting actor he's fantastic in he that is movie. he is actually so good all right what's number four four is a disaster artist yeah not on this list all right he writes uh, I watched this film specifically for this list and loved it it's a great study of a very unique character and captures his attitude to never give up on his dream. There you go. Sure. Mm-hmm. The story of the room is infamous and the desire to make, quote unquote, a real Hollywood movie is perfectly executed here. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've only seen it once um, and I enjoyed it. I, I don't feel an inclination to see it again. But you put it on your 2010 comedies. Did you not? No. I didn't put Disaster Artist on my 2010 comedies. You sure about that? I'm going to look it up. You sure about that? Maybe I did. I'm pretty sure that came up. Let me see if I can pull up. I feel uh, like I didn't. I got Google Docs set up, so I'd be cobbling together. I don't know if I have you. Oh, no, it is. It's on number nine. You're right. There you go. I put it in at number nine. How quickly the tables turned on that movie. (laughs) Yeah, I guess it's it's a funny. Well, yes. It's in terms of the comedies. Yes. This qualifies top ten. 2010's comedies doesn't mean that I run back to see it over and over again. But I remember enjoying the piss out of it. It was very funny. But there weren't any straight comedies that I could choose from. The other ones were This is the End, The Heat, or Spy. So for me, I felt like Zast Artist was just a little bit more because it had that poignant story. However you get to your list is how you get to your oh, list. I just remember it came oh, up. Oh, I see. Well, you're saying, I've only seen it the once. And it's like, wow, really? It was like a week ago it came up on your list. I it figured is. you'd seen it more than once. Well, it's, I, well I, it's a very memorable movie. Yeah. No, I'm not... Set You're not wrong. It's funny. Yeah. You're not wrong. It's indelible. I've seen it once as well. Yeah. Uh, anyway. uh, all right. What was, what number that was, was my number? four. What do you got? Uh, four is Bowfinger. Not on my list. Great choice. It's a good movie. Eddie and Steve uh, do it, are comedy gold. Love this film. It was just made a few years too late in the midst of some bad movies from both Eddie and Steve. That's fair. I think if, yeah. Bo- if Bowfinger came out today, it would have a, a, a way different reception. I think that's fair. I don't think Steve Martin does it, though. Uh, I think Eddie does it. Really? You think so? I think Steve yeah. would still do it. Yeah? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, it came out a weird time for both of them. Yeah. 
both of them were like basically former guys that right. we all used to see in movies, and now we just associate them with just so-so stuff. Right. Or maybe it works for another – like Steve Martin was starting to skew more towards my parents eventually. Right. There right. was stuff that I could – and he still made things every once again that I could enjoy as my parents could, but it was more geared towards an older – there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Those people see movies too. Well, the other part of it too is uh, them – at that time, the public wasn't really looking for a film like this either. Yeah, and I think a film like this now would, that skewers and has, I mean, that whole, somebody would, uh, retweeted that scene of, of Eddie saying that all the K's in the script, how many K's are in the script. You talk about, and he talks about how they let a black man do this, but man, people are just like saying all that because of what happened with the nominations. And you're just like, oh shit, how prescient is this fucking movie? Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it's a great point that Michael D. Dyke makes. It came out maybe 20 years too early. That's very true. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, what's your number three? Three is Singing in the Rain. Ooh, that is a punt. All right, what do you got to throw? Does that, sli- does that count? I guess it's a slight punt, I guess. What is uh, it, your two? Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. All right. We won't talk about it, we'll talk about it. We too. will. Yeah, oh, yeah. All right, so number three for him is Matt Nost's favorite movie, Tropic well, Thunder. Okay, well, we might as well talk about Singing in the Rain now. Now? Because, okay. Yeah, it's All three, right. two. There's no point in setting All it aside. Right. All right, let's do it. Uh so he wrote, uh, this is one of the first movies I thought of putting on this list. Oh. It still holds up. The musical numbers are so memorable and also contains some good laughs watching the actors struggle with the invention of talkies. <laughs> the Debbie Reynolds is fantastic, and this is one I will watch whenever I see it's on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Gene Kelly's fantastic. Debbie Reynolds fantastic. Donald Connor is fantastic. Gene Hagen is fantastic. Classic, uh, Michael says, classic magic on screen plus unforgettable music. I like Michael D. Dyke. He's concise. He's, sure. He gets his feelings out in one sentence. Uh, you know what? Uh, Joe's been eh, like two sentences on yeah, that, which seems that's like two right. and a half. That's fine. One to two is great. When you're sending three paragraphs per, per film, it's a bit much. A well, on our old eyes, you know, I got to increase screen size. <laughs> Especially on those attachments. Those do... Oh, yeah. The attachments are fun. Sometimes they? they work out beautifully, and other times it's it's more confusing than uh, anything else. That's a good point. Uh, so his number three is Tropic Thunder. Yeah, which is my two. Oh, really? <laughs> but that's why it's just like, we already got your two, then we'll go back. That's fair. Yeah, there's no point. All right. He says, Tom Cruise's performance and the ending credits make this okay film a watch over and over a film. What? You're not going to mention Robert Downey Jr.? He's fantastic in this movie. All right, he writes, uh, my top two is the hardest to decide. It's so close between Tropic Thunder uh, because Tropic Thunder is fantastic. Everyone is at the top of their game. The movie is endlessly rewatchable, quotable, and hilarious. Tom Cruise is great and captures the cutthroat attitude of movie movie producing fantastically. RDJ's role could have gone down as one of the worst roles ever, but you understand the joke. You realize just how stupid whitewashing in Hollywood is. Yep. Yeah. Uh, And the fact that uh, people have tried to make it something. Yeah. Everybody has tamped it down, being like, that was not the point of... Yeah. And if you're not intelligent enough to understand that, then you're not intelligent enough to criticize it. Right. Uh, and that, to me, is impressive that we actually can do that coherently yeah. as a society. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. We yeah. can't do it with about, you know, a lot of shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it was on the, he was on the Joe Rogan show the other day talking about it, and he said, like, you know, that's what it was about. It was about making fun of people who are that far. And then, you know, that story came out with Julia Roberts playing Harriet Tubman that kind of oh yeah the executive yeah who knows if that was true or not but certainly uh, that came out and showed you the extent of things that people want to whitewash in Hollywood so you know that was brilliant but also the Steve Coogan situation is funny 
the interact him and Bar- him and uh, uh, Ben Stiller have great chemistry in the characters that they're playing. Mm-hmm. You know, even in the opening scene, I know you don't like the movie, but in the opening scene, you know, where he's like crying and stuff, he's like, uh, and these guys' hands all blown off. It's just like so ridiculous everything that's happening. So I, maybe I need to see it again, but well, I doubt it. I doubt it. That should be a patron thing where people. Force us to watch movies we're not interested in seeing again? Yeah, donate. They should donate high levels just to hear us reacting to it in live time. Uh, all right, so what's the number one? So my one is a punt from you earlier, Boogie Nights. Oh, wow. Okay, that is okay. go ahead. And he says, I don't know if I could say anything about this movie that hasn't already been said. It's incredible. The casting, direction, performances, everything about this movie is superb and a fitting number one. Yeah. Uh, I agree wholeheartedly. It's an excellent movie. Uh, it's an all-timer for me. Stellar, just ensemble cast. Yeah, uh, PT. It's been one of my faves since this day. Yep. So uh, yeah, I got nothing but love for Boogie Nights. Yeah, I don't disagree. It's still good. It still holds up. It's it's the Goodfellas of the porn industry. Like it's it's on to me. It's on Look, par with Goodfellas as a movie. There's really not a whole lot. It's up against. Yeah. Like except for what behind the green door. <laughs> No, no, no. But I mean, it's not actual porn going on. There is actual porn no. going on behind the green door. Yeah, no, no, I'm saying the the making the behind the one with the oh uh, yes, 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 Estevez and Sheen. Right. Like how many movies are about the porn industry? Right. And right, this right. thing crushes a grand slam as mm-hmm. one of the only ones. Yeah. It's easier when there's been a hundred sports movies and you make an excellent sports movie. Right. But when there's been nothing in your genre, how do you tell that story? Yeah, yeah. Good point. It's impressive. What's your number one? Uh, number one is uh, Three Amigos. <laughs> Another great choice. <laughs> Although, is it a movie about a movie? They make movies, uh-huh. but you only okay. see that in the one scene where now they're actors and show up. Yes, I don't know. What do you think? I, uh, it's not a movie about a movie. It's a movie about actors who are caught up in a situation. Yeah, that, they and they well, they're in those those shorts that played at movie theaters, right? But they're not. It's not a movie about the shorts. Yeah, it's not. making other shorts. No, that's the setup because they're on the lot in the very beginning. Right, right. Well, we might have to strike as number one. I'm sorry, oh. Michael. But let me read you what he says. I know it's not a movie about a movie. <laughs> well, there you go. At least he's aware. So what's his justification? Look, Captain <laughs> Succinct, Jesus. if he can get it through in two sentences of brevity and convince me, I'll Let's be impressed. Uh, it's not a, I know it's not a movie about a movie, but they believe they're filming an actual movie. One of my favorite lines is, Rosita, well, we could take a walk and you could kiss me on the veranda. Dusty, lips would be fine. Uh, oh, kiss me on the veranda, lips. Uh, oh, yeah, I get, oh, these are the jokes, right? Yeah. Well, we could take a walk and you kiss me on the veranda. Lips would be fine. Uh, I could watch this movie over and over again, still laugh at all the dumb things. Uh, thanks again, guys. Mm. Do they, I don't think they think they're shooting a movie. I think they think they're doing like a play yeah. for this El Guapo. Right. But it's not like they're like, where are the cameras? Right, right. Like they are in Tropic Thunder, where they think they're still shooting the yeah. movie for a majority of the movie. Where they, yeah, they think it's all part of some Hollywood scheme. Right. And it's not at all. No. No, they're going to play the part of this. Yes. It's a big, you know, uh, interactive live play type of thing. Yeah. That was my understanding. I don't, the, I don't think this is a movie about it. I don't think it counts. Yeah, we'll have to, we'll have to strike it from the record. Oh, it's a shame. You're number one. one well, Mike, I, this is what you, this hill you want to die on. But uh, thank you so much for sending your list in. All right, we're going to compile these. Uh, somehow get to 10. Uh, correct. Well, so that would mean probably because, Boogie, you got way low, right? Yeah, so Singing in the Rain so, would be number one, I imagine. Right. Well, it's either that or Tropic Thunder. What? Oh, oh. I got no dog in this fight. I feel like Singing in the Rain should be one. That's fine. Okay. And then what, Tropic Thunder? Yeah. 
Why are you Tropic Thunder? Yeah, my upstairs neighbor moving his furniture all the fucking time. I don't know what he does up there. Gotta get to them bras. It's mind-blowing. Yeah, he's gotta get that lingerie out. Um, all right. What do we got next? Um, what word do you have, Boogie? Uh, seven. One seven. We don't have anything else commonality higher, do we? Once uh, Upon a Time is five something. Five eight. Yeah, so one seven beats that. Yep. All right. So Boogie Nights, then Once Upon a Time. Do we yep. have anything else in common? That's fine with me. No, we don't. Because we struck three amigos. Okay. Okay. Um, My next disaster at four. Oh, I have Bowfinger at four. You choose this one. I haven't seen Bowfinger in forever. Yeah. Mm, I would guess, let's say the disaster artist, because okay. you know the the movie they're talking about. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's, That's fine. Justification enough, I guess. Sure. Where are we at? That is six with Bowfinger. Okay. Uh, I got Dolomize My Name at five. All right. And then we don't have anything else. Argo and Glorious, La La Land, Seven Psychopaths. All right. So Dolomite at next. Okay. I got Seven Psychopaths at six. All right. Can you beat that? Well, I have LA Confidential, but that's not a film about a movie. It is not. we We struck that one. And then Boogie Nights at seven, and then Once Upon a Time at eight. So I'm down all the way down to nine right now. Oh, really? Yeah. All right. I got uh, La La Land. Ooh. Although that's not really a movie about yeah. movies. It's, not, it's a movie about movies. It's not a movie about movies It's at a movie all. about Hollywood. Right. Which isn't about movies. Right. And then Inglorious, which we struck. <laughs> so I got Argo at nine. <laughs> We're both down. How many slots are left? Two slots. Oh, shit. All right. So we say Argo or Saving Mr. Banks? That's tough. What else you got? Bolt. That's it. I got Zack and Miri. Oh. So which of those four do we think are the most movies about movies? I think Bolt, Bolt. is more. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I mean, isn't, and I guess Saving Mr. Banks, isn't it about the making of Mary Poppins? Um, or is the other one? What's the, what's your nine again? I got Argo and Zach and Miri make a porno. I mean, you were saying Argo kind of doesn't feel like a movie about a movie. It's not really right. It's about a fake movie. Yeah. Okay, so Zach and Miri versus. Because well, yeah, Glorious we don't count. All of them we don't count. I I would almost take Argo over Zach and Miri, but I'll leave you to make the decision. Only because I enjoy those. I would probably enjoy those scenes more than do anything in Zack and Mary. Yeah, I don't care. Well, uh, you got to choose, man. All right, Zack and Mary. Boom. All right. Put it on the list. Put it on the relist. Oh, shit. Did we do the bongos on this one? God damn it. We don't have to. Ugh, I, don't, I don't think there's any contractual obligation <laughs> to do so. All right. Let's do this thing. Uh, the top ten movies about movies on the relist, yeah. Relist. At number ten, Zack and Miri make a porno. At number eight, a nine, Bolt. At number eight, Seven Psychopaths. At number seven, Dolomite is my name. 
At number six. Bowfinger. At number five. The Disaster Artist. At number four. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. At number three. Boogie Nights. At number two. Tropic Thunder. At number one. Singing in the Rain. Boom. That's our number one relist movie about movies. Thank you so much to everyone who sent in their, the two people sent in their lists. Yeah, to uh, Joe, Mike, and David, and uh, Chris for helping us put together, and uh, uh, Mike Shea, Joe Abara, Kristen Smith, and Matthew Hasso, everybody that helps us on the back end on this show, we thoroughly appreciate it. We, we wouldn't do. be able to deliver all this Patreon content without uh, everybody, and uh, those that, you, that support us over at patreon.com forward slash the top 10, it's awesome. We are so thankful for you guys. And Joe, it sucks we're going to miss you in London, man. Yeah. We'd love to see you again. Uh, DMB, I believe, will be there, and cool. we, will, we will mourn your... Uh, your absence, my friend. Well, we'll drink a we'll drink a drink uh, in your in your name in your honor. We will yes, we will drink a drink in your honor. Did we have food in that place? No, I don't recall. We ate afterwards, having... right? Yeah, yeah, we ate the five we guys the, afterwards. Yeah, burgers afterwards. Yeah, yeah, we know to bring food or something. This yeah, time. this time get a little bit. Yeah. yeah, bring us a little. You know, something before two and a yeah. half hour show. <laughs> We're gonna need energy. Yep. A little something, something, a little something. Um, all right. Well, there you go. That's the the relist for this uh, for this uh, week for the patrons. Thank you all so much. If you're a new patron, this is what you get. You can be part of the relist. You uh, look out for it. Alex Akos is always hunting for people who haven't been on the relist before or ever, or new patrons who've joined our uh, Patreon to be a part of it. So you can have your top ten list of whatever is the topic uh, read out by us and then argued about. And yes, some of your choices may get stricken. But some of your choices are going to make the list, so it's a yeah. lot of fun in that. We'll one. never add a movie, but no. we we can disqualify if we don't feel it fits the merits of the show. Damn right, as ascribed by David Mitchell Baker this week. <laughs> That's right. All right. Well, there you go. Thanks so much for listening to us here on the Relist. 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 <laughs>